Good afternoon, welcome to the Everton Daily Live. Joined by Steve Kelly in the studio. Sean Dyke has just given his pre-match press conference ahead of Everton's trip to Brighton at the weekend. The core is fit, which is. is which is good. Uh, nothing, nobody coming back into the squad. Really, Seamus still a bit rough today. He said, but he wants to train. Um, other than that, it'll be yeah. it'll be the same again. Obviously, we weren't expecting Dan Juma or Gomez to be to no. be fit, and and Delhi doesn't even get asked about anymore. So they're all they're nowhere to be seen. But good news that the Corey come through. The other night, yeah, um, it was an uneventful press conference, really, which, yeah, which is good. That's all right, yeah, yeah. I prefer them than, than any other than ones. everything else we've had yeah, of late. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's just everything we expected, really, in regards to the team news. I was a bit worried about the Corey just with him going off the other night, I just didn't mm. know if it was a but obviously, you're saying he's managing the minutes, yeah, so he's back on the grass today, so yeah, that's all good. Back on the grass, yeah. they're, they're the words you want, they are. um. Brighton will be tough, won't it? Because obviously, you know, in your mind, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, we beat them 5 1 there mm. last year. You know, we can repeat that. But the reality is they're a good side. I don't think they've lost a home since August. Okay. So. I think if you look at our record down there, I think bar that dodgy decision that we got that time down there under Michael Keane, we've actually not done too bad. We've done all right. We lost over Christmas once, didn't we? Yes, too, we did, which yeah. Which was a rubbish game. Yeah, I, mean, I was at that game, actually. Yeah, yeah, it, was it was a dreadful performance and a dreadful game. But, I mean, bar that, but, they've, yeah, all yeah, been they've been all right. We've done okay. Last season, obviously, was a, was probably the high point of the season, really. Yeah. Um, not what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, when we absolutely demolished him on it. Was, was that Bank Holiday Monday? He was, yeah. Easter so, and Easter, yeah, round Easter. So yeah, we, it's it's going to be a tough game, but I think as oh, as Easter May Bank Holiday as as proven this season, we are yeah. obviously better away from home. Yeah, miles <laughs> so, better. So um, it'll be interesting to see if we've, we've I suppose a few dilemmas he's got. It, but does he keep Dom in? Does he take Dom out? Mm. I think does he bring Jack Addison back in? Maybe I actually saying to you before that we started this show it was. Um, I actually think he'll go to James Garner on the right side of midfield on, on Saturday. Okay. I think he'll go uh, and he'll play Dwight McNeil left wing. I don't know, just, just got to, I think if you look at the away performances, I'll go back to the Brentford game earlier in the season. He played James Garner there and it worked and he actually played better up top that day as well. Mm. We, we were we were really good actually. So I just think to get the, I think it's another way of trying to not drop one of the midfielders as well. Well, yeah, he might, you know, he, he may well do that. Um, he may well want to put Harrison Steel back Steel as well, because obviously they've got Matoma on the left as well. So yeah. James Garner might Double be that. Up. Yeah. Mm. Possibly. Listen, could, anything is possible, isn't it? Yeah. Um, the mad thing is, in, in real terms, Brighton have only got eight more points than whatever mm-hmm. they've got this season. Yeah. They've scored 48 goals. Been it and miss, haven't they? Yeah. 40. Everton, of course, only 27 goals scored, but only conceded 33. Mm. So Everton better defensively than Brighton as well. Um, I think they're starting to get a few players fit now, again now as well, aren't they? Mm. I think he's changed his team a lot this season. I think he's changed it more than any other any other club in the league. They've changed the goalkeeper 15 times as well this season. Oh, Brighton, more than any other team, again, obviously in the Premier League. But uh, yeah, him and Stealing for Bergen. Mm. I think it's 15 times they've changed. Um, so they've had it's been a bit unsettled for them at times this season with the Europa League and 
trying to juggle all competitions. I think they're still in the FA Cup as well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, are they? I can't remember. Them. I'm sure they are. But um, yeah, they're, they're having an all right season still, though, aren't they? They've kind of stayed in the same spot all season, really. Yeah. Haven't moved, have they? But um, got Matoma fit now as well, which is a big plus for them. Huge. Um, and obviously they went to Sheffield United with a bit of help from Mason Holgate at the weekend and battered Sheffield United. So, um, yeah, it'll be a tough game. It will. They um, go to Wolves in the FA Cup next maybe. week. Next yeah, week. so they're still, mm-hmm. obviously, FA Cup, Europa League, mm-hmm. still fighting for European fighting football. For Europe, so. um, not a place to be. Points you won't want to just give that up because at the end of the day, the Europa League can just be easily taken away from them quickly by playing mm-hmm. a good team. And... and um, yeah, I don't, I think it'll be a very tough game. It will be. I think. I think bar probably Man City. The playing from the back wise are probably the second best team in the league for doing that, aren't they? Well, yeah. I mean, it's they just haven't got the quality City have got, but they no. play very similar. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, remember when they come to Goodison, they had um, they come to Goodison. They had what eighty. 80% yeah. of the ball or something and didn't do much with it did Ever- no they didn't do much and Everton the frustration for me that day was we just kept giving the ball back yeah exactly. him, and that was the real yeah. that was a real um, I was fuming that day because I'm we be, did I'm but we just because we just kept kicking the ball when we got it because you had the ball so little when you get the opportunity to play with it smashing it down the field back to them mm-hmm. so then you have to come and sit back again isn't a way to, to cope with it. You have to keep holding yeah. it. You have to make sensible decisions. And we well, the reality is, last season when we beat them five, and I think the possession stats weren't far off the same, but we just took our chances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think at the home game, like you said, we didn't really, we didn't try and create anything no. second half. No. We kind of just said, yeah, come and try and break us down. And to be fair, it was a lucky. Oh, it was a hugely lucky goal. And I don't think they were, like I said, I don't think they were great that day either. But. I think I think Saturday we've just got to try and stay in the game, really, because it is going to be tough. They are mm. probably going to have a lot of the ball. Yeah. Um, well, what I would game. say at the back, they're not great at the back. Mm. They can be got out at the back. They're, mm. they're not very quick. The two centre backs no. in Duncan Van Hecken are quite mm. slow, but they're very good on the ball and they move the ball up the pitch very well. But mm. your job's to be a defender at the same time. But, but that's, that that's might why I be better. I was, yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. And that might be why he does have. Those three midfielders yeah. in the Ghana maybe just protect them with Matoma. He can have a Drisha Gay, the the Corey yeah. Hunting, and then he can have Onana just sat. And you need someone like Onana because he is someone who uses the ball. He well. also, yeah, he also with that as well. With the I remember because of the Brentford game, he actually went to a diamond second half against Brentford and played like McNeil mm. inside. He did, yeah. And I just and he played the Corey as like a second striker. And mm-hmm. it, it, it changed the game, in my opinion. That's why I think he might try something similar yeah. on Saturday. Because you are going to have to just make it. A, that middle of the park is going to be so important because they have a lot of the ball. Yeah. It's it's going to be a tough game. I mean, if Everton... I mean, how did you see Monday? I've asked a few people, listen, I'm still... It's still stuck in my throat a bit. No, we were behind and we got a point out of it, but... I still can't get away from it. It was a huge opportunity and we blew it. Um, so it's still like two points dropped to me, but how, how did you view it? Because uh, yeah, obviously we yeah. were behind. No, I just thought it was really poor. Like, mm. really poor. Probably the, the poorest I've seen us under Dice, if I'm honest. Really, yeah. Yeah, I thought, it was, I, thought mm. I just don't... I thought the players looked way off it. Mm-hmm. Lackluster. I even, like... 
I don't really like to criticize players of it. I actually thought there was a bit of lack of effort at times as well. Mm. I thought it was kind of like there wasn't that urgency to go and win the ball. I thought we were just really passive. I thought Palace wanted it a bit more than Everton, mm. if I'm honest. I think, um, yeah, I, I haven't really seen that in a Sean Dyche Everton team. Really. Usually, we're, even if we play bad, bad, you can see that we've we've had a go. But mm. I think even like you see people saying about the XG, and now it's like, like it wasn't a very good at 1.86 XG, though it wasn't like mm, we were no. creating chances like left, right, and centre. It was they were poor half chances, like. Mm. Maybe like a clearance off the line or a goalie punched it away at the time. Mm. I just thought, I actually think if you were a Palace fan, you'd be disappointed walking away not winning. I know, I'm not saying they, they didn't do anything. No, they didn't, mate. But, but winning 1-0, yeah. Winning 1-0, Everton never really looked like scoring. Mm. I, I was surprised, I was surprised we scored. <laughs> like, just because we just didn't look like scoring for the rest of the game. Mm. I think they've got a... There's a, there's a few issues for Everton. There's no pace out wide, which is a huge issue. Yeah. So it means we're crossing from deep a lot more. Mm. And when you cross from deep, it's easier to defend. Like Dom done it again on Monday. He had a, he tried Edder and the ball and the goal from the edge of the box. Yeah. And that, you're not going to score no. unless you're <laughs> very, very lucky yeah. from the edge of the box off a header. So I'd like to see us get to the byline more. I'd like We just don't do it. And that's really surprised me because... I know a lot of people say, well, Dyson is full-backs and stuff like that, but if you actually look at him when he was Burnley manager, they did, they did actually overlap the full-backs. Mm. So what's they, happening they, here, they then? They weren't great, don't be wrong. They mm. had, I think they had Charlie That's Taylor. Charlie Taylor. He, he whipped the decent Phil Barty at one time. And they had Loughton, Loughton I think it was, as yeah. well. And they used to get to the byline, overlap the full mm. the wingers, but I think... I do think we're missing... I think, I think they need to... If Seamus is fit, I think Seamus needs to get inside of over, yeah, I think he's probably. I think sadly, he still probably is our best fullback <laughs> at mm. thirty-four. I think he is now. So thirty-five. So um, the wing, the wing issue—it's an issue for me. I just mm. think there's just no pace, and that's how many years have we been saying that for as Everton fans? I know you've you and Andy and Ped and whoever on the sofa years and years ago. We've been lacking pace for so many so many years. Mm. Um, how can you like knowing you're doing recruitments? How can that not be a, a criteria for what you're looking for in a league that requires it? Listen, I'm not talking a Dharma Traore. You can just sprint in a straight line, but there's a, a lot of other teams have pace. Well, you say that. Yeah, Wolves is a good example. Wolves mm. are a mid-table team, probably, aren't they? Let's be honest. They're mm. having a decent season, but if you look at why they've got pace in Neto and they've got pace in in Chan. Mm. And then if, if Chan's not working, they move Cunyon over there and put mm. Chan down the middle. Or Nori even. Or Nori. They've got a variation yeah. of different types of wingers. Like and Tremido's not Neto's like an inside forward, likes to come in mm. a bit. And then you've got then you've got Chan, who's like an inside forward, but also can play out wide, but he's quick as well. But <laughs> you look at Brentford, you know, another team in similar position than us. Mm. You've got Mbwemo and you've got Visser. Mm. Visser's quick, direct. When Buemo likes mm. to come inside and is quick and direct, we've kind of got the same type of winger on both sides. Mm. Mm. It is <laughs> it is crazy. It's crazy yeah. when you're looking for players how you can't get a pay. It's just a team and it's been like this for years. No a squad it, 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 with no pace in it. It also makes you think that's what maybe that's the reason they were trying to get Nonto in the summer. Well, yeah, because he's quick. He's quick and direct, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. No, well, it will be more but the. A thirty million quid. There's, no, there's quick, pl- there's quick pacey wingers all over Europe for a fraction of the price. So why aren't Everton? Nakamura no, yeah. was one Everton could have gone for. 
didn't. There's loads. There's yeah. loads of them. And, and we're, we're scraping around looking for Premier League. Oh, was he played in the Prem? Well, think outside the box. Go and actually develop footballers. That's what your job is. Well, that's what I mean. I watch, again, watching it on, on Monday, it's like the full-back and the winger are too close together. Mm. Like, I noticed it's like, there was one point where Michalenko was like there, and McNeil was kind of basically in, right in front of him, mm. and I'm thinking, mm. you should be there, mm. and the full-back should be, like, mm. basically going round there. Just, mm. it, it never happened, and it, it is, I think, if you look at the stats, it is an issue, I think, from goals from... Um, from the bar and I don't think Everton score basically goals from the bar well we've had we can think of like Harrison against City where McNeil got to the byline cut it back it was a tapping good, yeah. really good goal and we had another one yeah, we so, so, oh, like, play, we, so. Newcastle at home we cut that one back for the Corey and he miskicked it and they, oh, I think he miskicked it and the Corey knocked it yeah. in but we don't do it very often no. and yet <coughs> they're what Carlo Ancelotti again the thing with Carlo Ancelotti was, you know, the, the caveat to Carlo Ancelotti doing it was he had better players at yeah. Luca Dean and, and Seamus, he was obviously a lot younger and things like that. But that, to me, has surprised me that this coaching team hasn't... I get you can you can bemoan the lack of quality because yeah. he hasn't had... And Sean Dyke, again, just to reiterate for people, um, jump on you, get a cob on, on all that, is that it's... Not having the money to go and buy quality players does hinder you. Of course, so yeah. what you have to do is get the um, find different ways. Find a different way yeah. when you're coaching, yeah. Yeah. and it, you know it's all of uh, it's all of that, and that's how you do it. But I, I, I agree with that as well, and I also agree that I, I look at that team the other night, and it is deprived of quality. In my opinion, no, it in, is in certain it areas. Is. Sorry, in the important areas, it's deprived of quality. And this is where I do have a bit of sympathy for Carver-Lewin as well. Like, two years ago, we had Luca Dean whipping balls in with high-quality balls as well. Yeah, yeah. Now he's got no one whipping. Mm. Like you've got Dwight McNeil rip, whipping it in from near the halfway line mm. and him trying to score a header from the edge of the box. Yeah. That's me sympathy with Dom because that is, if you look at Dom's game under Angelotti, a lot of the goals come from really good. Like I always remember the Liverpool game, the Liverpool game at mm. Anderson. Yeah, it was done by an overlap from Luca Dean, mm. whipped it in, and Dom's just added it down yeah, to me. Yeah. That was what Dom's biggest strength. Mm. But again, we don't do that for him, no. and I get people get frustrated with Dom. I'm not a huge. I don't think he's a great striker. Mm. I don't think he's a good finisher. But he was. But if you actually put in proper balls, and I think he will score the goals. But we're not doing that. Even I think put one in on. Monday, which he should have scored. The mm. In my opinion, I think he needs to be more aggressive, and he would have scored. And I, I think it's something Pad said before as well. He needs to be, if he's not playing well, he needs to get aggressive. And yeah, I, I think he's not doing that. He's too passive at times, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. But I do think that I do find it difficult for him that no one runs past him, no, no one gets round him when he wins it. I don't know what people, as in people not saying fans. I mean. The players, I don't know what they think that um, it's going to happen. What oh, do they yeah. expect them to do when he jumps? You gamble, you run in behind. You don't go, oh, what will Dom do? Because you should be thinking he'll win that. He won 17 out of 20 headers the other night. Yeah, so therefore, what you do is you go, he's going to flick it on. If you're flicking it on because of the height of the ball, it's only going one way. So I need to just gamble because I'll get it. Actually, his general play was all right. Yeah, it was all right. But... 
He just, was all, he was all right. There was one ball actually in the second half which Addison put in was a really good ball. Second mm-hmm. half, I think it was like he overlapped. Yeah, actually. it was a brilliant ball. Yeah, brilliant. and mm-hmm. someone should be attacked. That's where Dom's got to be there. Uh, yeah, but, but again, that you work on percentages as a striker. So therefore, if if I know that every time you go down the wing, you just throw them in. I can run in yeah. there and I'll get across people. If you check back and then check back, what do we do? Yeah. Do we go? You know, the old Peter B. Green, Graham Sharp yes. thing. Graham yeah. Sharp said he took a few years off his career, Beagley, didn't he? Because he'd check back every time. Dwight McNeil crossing it from angles mm. doesn't help. No, it doesn't. Doesn't help. So, it, it is a difficult one. and uh, The home form is the problem it is, for yeah. the manager. The manager's done a good job in difficult circumstances and certainly away from home. But at Goodison, he hasn't been able to solve it. Keep saying it because it's the fact. It's a reality. Um, I actually think we. I, actually, I was thinking about it this morning. I actually think Everton will be fine this season. I really do. Like, I, 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 and I looked at it to a few reasons. It looks like I'd say they're, they're going to get something back in the mm. next couple of days. Nobody knows how much, but I think we're going to get something back. You're probably going to be talking about a Nottingham Forest deduction in the next couple of months, in mm. the next month or two. I'd say. But do you think Everton will get more then? So say what I mean is say say for argument's sake, right? So say for argument's sake, Everton get four points back, right? Say the Premier League go, it's six points because you've breached or the commission do you've breached, so it's six points. that's your punishment. So we're we're six point, we're four points better off. So we're on twenty four points, or we're in the mix then with Palace and Brentford, and and not too far away from Bournemouth and all of that. Then we get to April and the year the commission because we've breached again. And we get another six points. I don't. I just don't see that. But, but again, I did. But then Forest would get six points, wouldn't he? Oh, or, well, Forest breach is actually worse, so they yeah. actually might get even more. Like I fully. So there's a world where Everton still stay up even with another breach, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what I mean. Which is mad. But I, I, I'll be honest. I fully expect Forest to get twelve points. I do. Just speaking to, a few, reading a few Forest. Uh, there's a bloke in the Athletic who does stuff for Forest. Mm. And he says he thinks they'll get the highest punishment in regards to points, which I think is 12, isn't it? Mm. But you still shouldn't. I, I, I don't yeah. agree. By the way, I don't no, agree no, with deductions I, either. No, I keep saying it. And, and even but it seems it, like they've set the stall up with the points deductions. Which will be removed. No, That's I, the biggest I, I, thing. I, I, I just don't understand that. Um, and also, if Everton can't beat Sheffield United and Burnley, they only deserve to go down, really. Yeah, because they're gone, aren't they? Yeah. Both of them are delegates. I think that they, if you can win those games at home, and they've mm. got some winnable said this the other night, got winnable games at home. We mm. have. And mm. you've got to start, we've actually got to start putting them away. And we've also got to play Luton away as well. I think if Everton can beat Sheffield United Burnley and not lose to Luton away, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. Well, Luton, I mean, Luton have got, I know they've got no game this weekend. And I think Rob Edwards will be happy with that just to have a break because they've lost three on the run, I think, yeah. now, haven't they? Um, including two home games. But then he got City in the cup, and I know you can say, "Well, they'll probably rest players." Mm. Well, he might, yeah. but you they might up. look and go, "If we knock City out, we're in the quarters." Yeah, you know what was our aim at the start of the season? So that's a tough one. But they might still, they might still yeah. edge on the side of caution, and and City go and destroy them, and, and they're out. But it's yeah. a, but it would then be another home defeat. And then you've got Villa turning up and Villa need... And Villa have got Forrest at home this weekend, I think. Yes, they have, yeah. Um, so therefore, if Forrest, if Villa beat Forrest this weekend, then they're, they're bouncing along in that Champions League place. Mm-hmm. And then they go to Luton. If yeah. Luton were to lose their own to Villa, then then you start thinking, 
as their bubble burst. Because don't forget, they were, I know they're physically a difficult team to play against, but until Everton got the points taken off them, yeah, they, were, they looked like they might get 25 points. Mm-hmm. And they had a big upturn in form. They got a really fortuitous... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Victory at Jeff United, two own goals, won them, yeah, it, was, which yeah. is crazy. Christmas, that one, uh, yeah. And then obviously they they had narrow win, late late goals and things like that to beat teams or whatever, and have battled and scrapped. They had, they're a very difficult team to play against, um, but maybe maybe things will just hit the wall for them because the quality at the end of the day <coughs> you know Ross Barkley's carried them this yeah, season at times good. and Laconga's been nearly good but Rob Edwards has done a fabulous job Ogbeni I like the yeah, he's hard good. worker he's good again they give a lot of chances up though but they do give chances yeah. up and that's where that's Everton have maybe it's got the advantage on that side because we don't really give that many chances up mm. yeah 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 mm. um, Lucas You've got your opinion about it. That's fine. You're entitled to it, but then other people are entitled to it. If you like watching that kind of football, that's sound. No, yeah, no one's, no one's got everyone, it. I don't think. It? I won't have a go. You feel enjoying that? I don't enjoy it personally. I think we're awful to watch. But I'd rather we just won games. One thing you can't defend is we won three home games. So it's not entitled to think we should be Crystal Palace at home with no manager and four of their best players out. I think it's nonsense. That is the, the worst take I've seen on it. Is it entitled? Um, three home wins, all seasons, nonsense from anyone. But the manager's done a good job yeah, away. Yes. Away, he's done a brilliant job. And that's why we go to Brighton and I'm thinking, we've got, you know, who knows what could happen, but I know we'll be in the game. Well, if you judge it by everything that's gone before, Everton will be in the game and make it difficult. Now, the finer margins, can they defend and keep Brighton out? We won't keep them out if we keep giving them the yeah. ball back. If we get ahead in the game, that changes everything, doesn't it, like it did last year? I don't think, I don't think anyone's criticising Sean Dyche at the job he's done. No. Like, you speak to, you know what's crazy in football? Because you speak to some Man City fans and some fans find Pep's football born. Mm-hmm. It's, I it's, don't think fans ever. You, no one's like, ever gonna be hundred percent happy, no, and, and and that's the thing. Like, it is okay to be it, just because one person on Twitter doesn't like it doesn't mean the whole fan base mm. dislikes it. Mm. Reality is, it, he's probably the best person for the job right now. Everyone, everyone will agree, probably agree with that. Mm. And until the club basically sorts itself out, we, he is probably going to be in charge of the club until. They can start doing things properly. Mm. It is, Matt, and yet everyone's entitled to their own opinion, yeah, aren't they? Exactly. I don't see a big, a big thing that uh, Sean Dyke should be sacked. No, I haven't seen that. People no. can be, you can, you can be honest and go, "Our football's terrible," and he hasn't, he, he, he hasn't been able to solve the home form. That's just a fact. But the reality of it is, who, you know, where we are. I'd, all I want them to do is 
just get us a bit more attacking our own, play a little bit better football. Away, I, I think he's done a great job away, I really do. Well, Palace is a good example as a club. Look, at they've, they've kind of got to the end of the seven with the way Roy played. Mm. Like They've kind of they, they've realised Roy's done what he's done for the club, kept them in the club for mm. 10 years, whatever it is now. And they thought, we want a bit more now. We mm. need something to get this club moving in a different right mm. direction with mm-hmm. really good attacking players and Elise and Eze. Yeah, like, we should yeah, be playing yeah. better football than what they are. And, and that's fine. Mm. And they brought in a, a, probably a, a different a progressive coach now who, who might do better things with them. But I think that's the same as Everton. Everton need a bit of a bit of just steadying of the ship for a couple of years. Mm. And then you can look at maybe different types of managers. I just think all he has to do is he's got to work on the attacking yeah. patterns. He's got to. It doesn't matter. And I, I, I refuse, absolutely refuse, right? to accept these players can't play better no, football or good and I refuse it so anyone who says it um, the only time I'm really just going to go you're talking nonsense yeah. because I've seen teams with far less ability play much better football right so to me there's a there's a real neglect going on at Everton for the attacking side of our game at home away I think the structure works and I think we're not great with the ball, so we don't mind the opposition and we try to spring it. So that's where we have to get better. And it's mad because Wone and Stone were two wide players yeah. who got wide and scored goals and created goals. So have they, and, and I believe they take a lot of the training. So it has to be on them as well. This isn't just Sean Dyke. But Everton have to get better at that. And I think if they do, because I think at home and to, to stay up at comfortably, I think you've got to go after teams. Yeah, you do, yeah. You've got, and particularly the games we've got at home. We've got teams there that have beat West Ham, Brentford, Burnley, Forest, Sheffield United. Come on. They, that should be five wins. Yeah. You know, I'm not talking we should win every game, 5-0, I'm not saying that, but we should have enough to get past all of those teams at Goodison Park. Going at them, because defensive structure is still good. Everton could still have a really strong defensive structure with five players attacking. Because yeah. how many times do you get sprung by more than five players, you don't in the no. Premier League, you don't. And them five teams that are coming, not one of them have got the ability to no. spring you with five attackers, three maybe, but then you've got three defenders. Mm. And you've got England's goalie. So yeah, exactly. I think he's just got to take the shackles off a little bit more at home. Get the full-backs overlapping. Get balls into Dominic Calvert-Lewin in good areas. Start shooting a little bit more. Commit men into the box. Yeah. And I think... I think the when goal we scored against Brighton, we committed Ben in the box. Michelangelo was in there. He was a fullback. Brighton scored the goal. Palace this year. We have, yeah. we have done it at times. Yeah, yeah. That's why I look and I think, what's happening, Sean? Because yeah. we're coming out flat. Why is there no intensity at home? I think once you come out of home and there's no... Like, if we go to Brighton on Saturday and they come out and they're slow. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If they're slow and it's the passing's just side to side and we're sat as with like nine, ten behind the ball, we'll be made up. Mm-hmm. If they come flying at us early on, Matoma and Raiden and Lamptey and people like that, and we're at, we're on the hop and we're kicking it out for court, we'll be we'll feel like we're yeah. under pressure immediately. That's what we have to do. But Moyes perfected it really. Yeah, he did, he, yeah. I know and Moyes did have good players as well, but he had average players. We had Marcus Bent, that's got five goals as a striker. The Champions but League. what he was able to do, Moyes, was whip up that intensity at most games at Goodison. Hence why some seasons we won 14 home games. Yeah. Things like that, 13 home games. And I think that's what Dice has really got to concentrate on. 100%. I think away, I think he's all right. I think yeah. I just, he'll, we'll be in most games. 
Um, and the, that does come to quality, but let's just really try to go at it. Um, see what we go. No, but the Blues, what we're saying is, I said this earlier on the season, we played Doncaster away in August, who were bottom of the Football League, yeah. and they played better football on yeah, us, and they had patterns of play, and they got in behind us, and I wouldn't take a single Doncaster player in our squad. Yeah. Well, a single Doncaster play wouldn't get an Everton's under-21 side. So, good coaches. You can make excuses, right? And I probably made some for Lampard at times. Yeah. Because you want him to succeed. Them, yeah. Right? The reality is, managers, coaches, are supposed to make players better. That's just a fact. Pep, course, yeah. Pep gets top-level players and makes them better, doesn't he? Klopp has got players and made them better. Every manager has to make your squad. Yeah, You've got to see your squad and go, we can be better at what we do. Playing a 1-2 doesn't need huge levels of ability. No. It just needs you to repetition. I knock it in, I keep running. I knock it in, I keep running. You know, Martinez come in and, and he, we did play totally different. But one of the things he did do was when everybody... The Blues, they didn't have pace. Doncaster Rovers didn't have pace. They didn't have anyone who was quicker than any Everton player. They just didn't. They were bottom of the league. I think they're near the bottom still, aren't they? And on, the week after we played them, they got pasted. And the week before, they got paced. I'm, uh, no, I'm not having that. Um, it's movement. It's up here. Yeah. Right? But what Martinez did really well, I know he had Baines and Coleman, it was mm. like, but what he did was one of our midfielders just dropped in and made it three, so we were never getting stretched, which meant we could commit high up the pitch. Yeah. Silver at times got it right, other times he didn't get it right. Yeah. Carlo was more defensive, defensive structure, yeah. but it was COVID, so it was a bit of a weird, we won 12 away games <laughs> and six home games yeah. or something. Do you know what I mean? It was a bit strange. So really, for me, we have just got to, we have just got to be little one to play it in, get it across. No, I know. It's Things just, like it's just it's basic. That it is, what, it is what basic. It, but that's what we are. So I know, I know. exactly. You just have it. to play this to the strengths, mm. and, and we're not at the moment. But mm. like I said, I think we've got enough in us this season, if I'm honest, to to to, to be absolutely fine. But um, mm. I, I get, yeah, I get. There's a lot of also as well. You've got to take into account. And, and again, don't really like to usually defend players, but. It's been a bit of a mad season, hasn't it, for the players as well? Of obviously the, the deduction and stuff like that again, and also I think he's probably burnt a few of them out as well by playing mm. by playing maybe through injuries and maybe not changing the team a bit more, mm. like in the cup games and stuff like that. He's kind of just stuck with the same teams, hasn't he? Yeah. It's kind of, he hasn't rotated them. Trust that though, isn't it? It is trust, but also as well you have to again. That's where if he if he wants to be. I'd say a top manager, but one should he, be a long term. Yeah, he needs, he needs you need to modernise yourself a bit, and mm. he needs to be willing to change certain philosophies that he might have. Uh, I don't accept this either, Peter. That Luton are miles ahead of Everton. No, they're not. They're, they're, I mean, they've got ten points less than Everton this season. Yeah, they're not. So. And no, they concede yeah. a million goals. They're not miles ahead of Everton at all. That's, the, the, that's not no, right either. The, the reality is, 
the teams in the bottom six are all not great teams. Fuck me, Fulham, aren't Fulham? Yeah, twelve. You probably say twelve downwards. You're talking yeah. average. They're all the average same. Team, yeah. really well, average. Sheffield United and Burnley are yeah. worse than everybody. They are the yeah. Championship teams, aren't they? Them too. Yeah. But you people just need to stop like comparing other teams with other teams. Luton play a different. Uh, Luton play an effective way of football. Everton mm. play an effective way of football. Mm. Like some, it's, it's worked for Luton at times this season. It's worked for Everton. The t- well, this time. The reality is Luton got battered four one last night. Mm. Everton might get battered four one on Saturday. Like Yeah, you just don't know, do you? Yeah, yeah. The reality is we play they played potential league champions last mm. night. We're playing a Europa League team yeah. this weekend. Everton are a at best a a twelfth to eighteenth team mm. this season because of the way it's gone. Mm. Everton haven't got a great squad. Everton have got a, some all right players, they've got some bang average players. Luton have got a lot of bang average mm. players who are making the most of their time in the Premier League by giving their all every week. Absolutely, yeah. Have they won? They've won games because of taking a few more risks because they've got nothing to lose. Mm. I'd say, but they're an average team as are Everton, as are Forest, as are Crystal Palace, as are Brentford, Fulham, Fulham. Bournemouth. Yeah, the list goes on. Like. People just got to stop comparing all this. It just does me add. And I've seen every, see after every Everton game, just does me add. But only worry about us, can't you? Exactly. That's what you can do. Uh, Gary Walters, Hardy, Frank Rogers says Hardy. And Harry says today on another 48, little Dick and his mates have decided to wait another three weeks for a laugh. I honestly give up now. I think uh, we'll find out soon, personally. Yeah. Uh, Matthew says, uh, hi lads, hope you're both well. Hello, Matt. Um, if Miko's a bit touch and go for the weekend, can you see three at the back with McNeil and Harrison as wing-backs? Or the dreaded Ashley Young at left-back experiment to be tried again? You didn't really see him too... No, I think Mikhailenko will play, Matthew, yeah, to be honest. Well. Um, I wouldn't be three at the back, no. I just If you're going to do it, you just play Young there, yeah. That's what he was bought for, brought in for, wasn't he? Back up left-back. Now played right-back. Right-back. Right wing. Steve says um, Laconga would definitely be a good replacement for Guy. He was giving me canty vibes in that first half last night. If Arsenal genuinely won Onana, then I'd be adding him into the deal as well. Good shot, yeah. He was good yeah, first yeah. half. He come off injured at half time, mm. but he was very good first half. Mm. Um, Ross was good as well. He was good. Kel surprise. Uh, Ian Williams. Shooting, though. Shooting no, but at least he gets shots away. No, no, his shooting's always been a bit. Wild, yeah, he it? catches it right, the power he gets in yeah. the goal, but too often it over flies top. over the bar. Over the top. <laughs> um, Ian says, when the so-called independent commission have to give their verdict, do they tell the Premier League and Everton the outcome at the same time, or they do they tell little Dicky Masters and the Premier League the outcome first? Can't help but think Masters will tell the independent commission to go away and come back with the correct outcome if he doesn't like the commission's verdict. Are the independent commission keeping the Premier League in the dark as much as Everton right now? They should, but I can't see that happening. Well, the answer is... They... Well, the, the reality is Premier League can't tell them to go away and come back with something they like because they're an independent commission, mm-hmm. supposedly. Um, Even though they're not, but yeah. No, but that can't happen, really. And both, I suppose, should be told at the same time, shouldn't he? This is our verdict. Whoever imagine, checks the yeah. phone first. Yeah. Maybe. I imagine that's how, again, you don't know. But do I, wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't know, Ian, so, yeah. to be honest. 
sure David Ornstein will get told first, probably. I, I was saying this before. I actually think you'll start seeing trickles tonight of, like, potential. What it is. Yeah, because... They've already started trickling stuff, though, aren't they? I expect that. No, yeah, but the new back. ones, it used, like, the 10pm yeah, thing tonight. They usually yeah. have the John Cross, it'll be. John Cross. That's a few, isn't it? Um... Mark says uh, he has to change things. Monday was awful. It has to be Onana, Garner and Decoray. No Ashley Young, please. But Dice doesn't change things, so I imagine it's the same team. Okay. Um, Tyler says, been waiting for Steve to be on. Steve, what are your actual thoughts on Dice? Um, I think he's probably the best person for the job right now. That's reality is Everton... Until they get new ownership, and until they sort themselves out big time as a club, the the reality is maybe Sean Dyche is Everton's level at the moment, mm. and Everton is Sean Dyche's level at the moment. Mm. Is he? Would he have been my choice? No. Has he done well under the circumstances? Yes, for the, the crap that's gone on at the club. Mm. I know owner basically he's got hasn't got an owner to answer to. No, he hasn't got any. He hasn't got much money. Mm. Been paying. Players, well, he's get, getting players for free and having to pay over a certain yeah. certain period. I think he's done all right. Yeah, mm. I think he's uh, yeah. He, he's just he's just an okay manager. Mm. Like at Everton, that's fine, isn't it? That's all. That's, that's where probably, we are. Yeah, exactly. Like we've got a few over the last couple of years. If you look at the appointments of certain managers, like it's he's he's probably he's probably uh, he's probably they've actually got an appointment right for where the club are right now. Mm. Where over the last couple of years they haven't they've tried to employ people for ma- they've tried to employ managers who haven't been in the right time for the right club right like mm. the club. Yeah. Angelossi was the perfect one. Mm. Carlo Angelossi is a manager that you bring on when you're in the Champions League. Yeah. Not twelfth in the Premier League. Mm. Uh Patrick Ridd's done a brilliant piece today. Um it's the link is on our Twitter feed on Patrick's as well. Go and read it because can Sean Dyche fix Everton's attack and underperformance? Uh, Everton had the biggest expected goals, XG underperformers in Europe, top five leagues. Scored 27 non-penalty goals in the Premier League from an XG of 38.5. Um, dead interesting. Loads of stuff in there. It's done. It, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Problems. So go and read it. Lots of lots of stats in there. Lots of images in there. Go and give it a read. It's absolutely brilliant. Um, where are we here? Uh, Bainey says has there ever been a longer wait for a decision from the Prem never mind two just fed up of dangling on a cliff edge from two fronts of course I'm worried about both but there's an optimistic side for the takeover hopefully multi-club ownership if done in the right way can be massively beneficial development of youth and anyone looking good at any of their clubs could come to us that, well if, if they got it right yeah it would be it, it could be good and someone coming in doesn't matter who they are Someone coming into the football club with a plan and a plan of how to make Everton better would be a step up of what we've had. Get older finances, bigger commercial income, that kind of stuff would all, would start turning us in the right direction, wouldn't it? Is Triple Seven that person? I've no idea. Is someone else waiting in the wings? Well, if they are, they're doing a better bleeding job than Lord Lucan. Um, in terms of the the, the points 
It's just a nonsense. It's a nonsense. It's the first time, is it really anything? Well, it is the first time this is ever. Well, ever they've, whenever they've done points deductions before, it's been almost immediate. I mean, in the Premier League, it's not happened often. Well, no, but West Ham uh, yeah. were sold immediately, and yeah. whoever the other one was, were sold immediately. Middlesbrough, was it, or someone like that, immediately. Mm. We're just been dangling for four months. Um, James says, uh, starting to feel a bit like Big Sam at home. Dyche other players need to show the crowd we can play football. Away, we've been outstanding. The home form needs to improve. It yeah, does. Yeah. Uh, Mark Max says, would you rather have Ashley Young on the wing or a prime Billy Ettenhoff? Billy Lettenoff for me. Although he was slow though, to be fair. I know, but the left foot of Billy. <laughs> no, he had a one, didn't he? Was tremendous. He was really a number 10, Billy. Yeah, he, he scored that goal at Wolves away at number 10, didn't he? Portsmouth. Portsmouth at home, yeah. the last kick of the game, whipped it in, top in, top in. But you did forget he was on the pitch at times as well. Oh, you did, yeah. I remember we scored against Bolton and he got stripped in the build up and Pienaar scored. And he just sat, he didn't get up. He sat, I mean, you watch it from behind, it comes across from Pienaar, knocks it in, and he still sat on the floor and he's just got his arm in the air like that. <laughs> and, and he got taken out. Very much like Dwight McNeil not running back the other night, just yes. having a little jog yeah. when the play was running away from him. But um, must be those left side the players with be, a good yeah. left foot. The seven with the left foot. Yeah. Wand when it works. Yeah. Um, Fred Poole says it, our team is ridiculously slow. That's why other teams look like they have pace. On Monday, we had the slowest wingers in the whole league. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. There's no argument there. We did. And we kept switching it to a left side. Well, That's not was our most creative player on Monday. Mm. And the 100 touches. <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, no, Steve, but I will do. I'll watch it later on tonight. I've got a bit of time tonight so I can have a look at a few players. Tonight, uh, but I'll check that out. Nice one, I will check him out. Right, last five minutes. Uh, here, uh, Hakon says Dice can keep his back straight in the spite of pressure. Most others will be who might be available will crumble. Yeah, yeah possibly. Yeah. yeah, Edith says Dwight, uh, Dwight. Dice's decision making is terrible. Um, the Blues are slow swingers and the worst finishing number nine in the Premier League is killing us. Henry says, I'm 100% confident we'll smash Brighton. Yeah, enough, Henry. I hope so, mate. Yeah, I hope you're absolutely right, yeah, mate. Yeah, be nice. Um, the Blues says, I'd rather we play 3-5-2 with Dobbin alongside Dom than we'd, have, we'd actually have a threat in behind. The wingers can't offer us. It's so might as well. So you played the Corey and a free then? Mm. Keep the Corey where he is though. Mm. It's been effective, hasn't it, so far? The Corey has to play, doesn't he? Every, every, whenever he's fit, basically. Because Everton won't win if he doesn't. Mm, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not reading that out, Liam, because it's a bit graphic. Um, Jay, I haven't watched um, Rooney on the overlap yet. Why? What did Carragher say? Did watched. Carragher use your interview with Wayne and not credit you? I don't know what's what's he said. What are you referring to? I think he did. I watched it. I don't remember. It was all kind of stuff that everybody knew. Mm. Don't know, James. Give us a little bit of before I go. Give us a little bit of a. Uh, Context. So he, spoke, he spoke about the, the he obviously spoke about the stuff about where Rooney met Carragher in the nightclub when Rooney was fifteen. Oh, and he went up to me and went, "You'll be hearing about me soon." <laughs> it was in some club in town. 
Fair play. Taraki should be on um, Matthew Street and Edwards quite a lot. Yeah, he brought up the Colin, he brought up the Colin Harvey story as well, which was good. No, crossing the road with the bevy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, t- he said that, didn't he? In, yeah. In, uh, when I spoke That might have been the one then. Maybe, yeah. yeah. That'll be it then. Because he brought that up. Uh, Chris, we're doing the match preview straight after this and then it'll be out. So. He actually come across really well on it, actually. He's a, he's a, Wayne is what he is. He's a, absolutely tremendous footballer he's just a lad who loves footy down to it great lad um, it's interesting it seems like he's done a lot of thinking after his Birmingham thing about picking the right jobs instead of just taking a job I think like I think to be it. honest I, I'll be honest with you this is this is not him telling me this but I think he just wanted to come back home, home and that yeah. was a job. He said that about his kids, like he mentioned his kids on there as well. It's a, you know, I think maybe if it would have been a bit more, maybe he was a bit more settled or they were loving America, maybe they stayed. Um, yeah, but he wants to do it in England and <coughs> therefore... He's not, he's, he didn't, he also said he didn't rule out going down levels as well. No, no, well, why he, would you? He's only 38. People like, you know, he done a, he done a good job at Derby, I don't care yeah. what anyone said. People want to bracket him in the same thing as, you know, an over entitled player who's been given jobs he shouldn't have got. Why? He got the Derby County job and nearly kept them up in ridiculous circumstances. Done a decent job. He went to DC. It was difficult. Give that all you give it a watch, mate. It's good. No, I will we, watch we, it. I just haven't. I just haven't got Stuff's good. No, no, I will watch it. Talking about Louis Van Gaal. Yeah. Well, I mean, he sounds. He sounds a character, Louis Van Gaal. Lunatic, isn't he? Um. Oh, okay. He brought up the interview I did with him on the phone. Played your interview out, but it wasn't shown on screen. Was it one when he said the players were crap? Did he mention that? No, it was. It was oh, I don't know. I'll watch it, mate. I'll watch it and then I'll be able to tell you. Um, hello, Mark Olbrich has apparently said we shouldn't get the points back because it's unfair on Luton. Well, wasn't it unfair on Everton when we he's got. He's a Forest fan, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's going to say that. That was a blagger. Um, so. But is it wasn't it unfair on us when we got ten taken off them and it gave Luton a big advantage? Exactly. The whole league had an advantage, really. Because it? really, like I've said before, and I will be saying this next time on the overlap, I don't you might be able to tell me, but I can't remember offhand if a stadium has ever scored a diving header or well, scored a goal. About the Ratcliffe stuff before, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But has a stadium ever yeah. scored a goal or or you know, created a goal? I, I can't remember. Never seen one like running through, going past two mm. people and knocking it in. You know that sporting advantage you get. I like to think the the cop gets some goals. <laughs> no, but that's what the media want you yeah, to believe. Yeah, the reality yeah. is that's nonsense as well. Yeah. Loud for two minutes before kick off and two minutes at the end of the game. <laughs> um, but there you go, there you go. Right, listen, loads of you have said on the other people who were watching uh, more than a game talking about the Alan Stubbs interview yeah Alan Stubbs was brilliant thank you for all the nice comments go and watch it if you haven't it's on a more than a game the Inside the Game podcast Stubbs is brilliant talks about his time at Bolton Celtic Everton uh, Sunderland Derby managing Hibs um, he's brilliant on it great story talks about the cancer battle and everything else so go and give that a watch over there leave your comments on the video as well and give it a thumbs up um, the match preview will be out later today for everyone who's asking about it. So uh, have a little look at that one. Uh, Steve, yeah, I did. I, I did say I did see a headline: Darren Bent saying I'm sick of Everton. Well, you know what? I'm I'm sick of Darren Bent. 
he was a crap footballer and he's a crap pundit. So, you know, I still remember Harry Redknapp, you know, saying that even his wife would have scored the sisters, Darren that, yeah. Bent. So Darren Bent yeah. needs to just go and do whatever. But that is an awful radio show because it's just there to get you, to wind yeah, you up, show you phone up. He used to do it to Arsenal, didn't he? Durham. The Daily Arsenal. Done it with one. Arsenal. And it's because he knew everyone would bite. Evertonians, I suggest, just don't even listen to it. No. Do what you want, like, but, you know, that's the thing. Because that's all they're doing. It's just lowest common denominator. What will make people ring up? Right, say this. They know that we're on. We're literally on tenterhooks yeah. at the moment and ready to snap at anyone. So the easiest thing to do is just get a little bit of petal. You know, and that they phone. Because if they, no one phones up, they don't get a show. No. They get moved. And, um, yeah. Say the name to yourself. Darren, Darren Bent. On a bench. Darren Bent. Uh, Scott, I've been told Everton admitted the second charge. Is this true? Everton didn't admit the first charge. There's a, there's a thing here where the media have put this out. The minute the Premier League send you to a commission because they say you've breached it, you just, what can Everton do? They just have to go, right, okay. Mm. We, we are, All right, so you've sent us to that, so we'll see what happens. That's it, not admitting it. Them just telling us we were going to commission isn't the same as Everton going, yeah, we've breached, by the way, because Everton don't, don't forget, Everton don't believe they breached the first time. So they definitely don't think they breached the second time, so there's no ad- admittance going on. But there you go. We'll see, won't we? We'll see. Um Rita says he's a crap singer too. Yeah. Be great if you got 10 back tomorrow, wouldn't it? Oh, it'd be unbelievable. And go to Brighton and be the European battle. Oh, my God, yeah. Go and beat Brighton and get within five points of them for the Europa League. What's Brighton flapping? It is. I'll be honest, there's more chance Uh, of Everton winning 3-0 at Brighton on Saturday and a hat-trick for Ben Godfrey than there is of Everton getting 10 points back, I think. But I would love to Stranger be wrong on that. I would absolutely love exactly, program, you, by the way, Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Dave Witch, I know you'll be watching. Tomorrow, we will do your thing that uh, you've yeah. sent us, good Friday one. feel. We'll do that tomorrow. It's good one, Because that's really good. So we need a bit of plan and, we, and, and we'll get, I'll get Ned to sort it. That'll be tomorrow. So join us live tomorrow for Dave Witch's little thing. It's good. Bit of yeah, fun. It's good. Bit of lightheartedness uh, on a Friday afternoon. Um, Hit the like button, subscribe. Go and watch the Alan Stubbs interview. It's brilliant. And don't forget, check out Patrick Ridge's uh, article, How Can Sean Dykes Make Everton Better as an Attack and Force? Score goals. Loads of stuff in it. <laughs> Score goals is the real answer, but Patrick will... Tell you a lot of facts and figures and then probably finish it with score goals. Yeah. There you go. Thanks for watching. Big thanks to Steve. See you later.